Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Well-Read Podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us, you know, ready to study and learn more about the Word today. We have a very special guest with us, Charity Lewis. If you follow us on Instagram, a couple months ago, we did an Instagram Live with her on evangelism. It was fantastic. Um, it's actually, she has a you know clip from it um, on her account, so if you want to you know follow her on Instagram here in a minute, she'll tell you you know her handle and you can go back and listen to it, you should. But today, um, we're recording a podcast with her. We're not talking about evangelism this time, um, so brand new stuff. If you listen to that live, then still you know, don't turn the podcast off. We have you know new stuff to talk about today. Uh, but Charity, we are so excited that you are here with us. So can you just, you know, as an introduction, tell us about yourself, tell us about Eternally Rooted, and even like the story of how it got started. Okay, hi everyone, I'm Charity. Um, so as she mentioned, I'm on Instagram under We Are Eternally Rooted, that's our handle. Um, so I would say I didn't really get closer to God until college. So I was roughly 18 when I was kind of, I couldn't rely on my mom's <laughs> faith anymore. <laughs> and that was when I really started to pursue Christ. Um, so years later, after I graduated college, I was on a pre-med track and I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. But then Lord's like, I have other plans for you. Um, in the space of realizing that his plans are better than mine. Um, and then just wanting to just go deeper with him, he gave me the idea of eternally rooted. And it first started as a personal reminder that in all things I am rooted in him. Um, but then he's like, you know, my children also need that encouragement because I'm sure many of us have felt like, yeah, <laughs> my roots aren't deep enough or I feel like I'm here with God when I should be here. So that's kind of how Eternally Rooted started, just wanting to get, go deeper with him. And when I say that this has tested my faith, it has tested my faith. And I'm thankful for it because each and every day I've, I'm seeing the fruits of him using the business to pull me closer to him. So yeah, so yeah, Eternally Rooted does um, embroidered apparel and we do some accessories too. <laughs> yes, you actually have like a new collection coming out, right? <laughs> yes, I'm actually wearing one of the shirts from the new collection it says Joy Comes in the Morning and the Jesus Bracelet. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love it. Definitely, we will um, in the description um, link, you know, the website for Eternally Rooted. So if you guys want to check out the apparel and you definitely should, the link will be in the description, no matter where you're listening, you know, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or wherever. So definitely check that out. But with that being said, if you've listened to the Well-Read podcast before, then you know kind of how that we do things is we have a guest on and then we talk about a verse or passage that, that, you know, particular guest, you know, lives out well, and then we just talk about the scripture, and then we talk about practical application, you know, get to know our guest more, and so with that being said, I want to go ahead and dig into our scripture for today, which is Psalm 1, 1 through 3. So the way that I picked this um, passage, actually, is I was looking on the Eternally Rooted website, you know, months ago, and I saw that Charity had this verse on the Eternally Rooted website, um, and it actually... 
I think that as we'll get into it, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but it definitely also like aligns with what we do at Well Read with teaching people the Bible. So I loved kind of the crossover, you know, that this verse or these these verses kind of had, but I'll go ahead and read it. Psalm 1, 1 through 3, I have the ESV, but it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does he prospers. So I wanted to you know, talk about these verses. And I did want to ask, you know, what was kind of the inspiration behind putting this on the website for Eternally Rooted? And then we can, you know, get into the context and all of that. Um, so the inspiration of these verses ending up on the website is because Eternally Rooted was born out of uh, Colossians 2, 6 through 7. Um, I did have it written somewhere. Uh, sorry. No, no worries. <laughs> I have the verse memorized and then every now and then it like, and I have to go back to it. But it says, so then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in him, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. So eternal roots that reminder that no matter what we're rooted in Christ, once you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, those roots have been instilled in you. Yep. And so from there, we just, our job is to grow those roots, deepen them, strengthen them. And that's just allowing his Holy Spirit to teach us yep. in and throughout life. So that's how um, <laughs> those verses managed to connect in. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so when I was researching these verses, um, I kind of, you know, on our podcast, we try to get into like the context of the verses and things like that. So I'll start by saying, uh, the book of Psalms. So, you know, we find Psalm 1, the very first Psalm. Um, it was or is a book of songs, you know, poems, prayers. It was used in worship. And even today, you know, people put them still to music, you know, and use them as worship songs, which is pretty cool. They're like the worship songs that have, you know, stood the test of time, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but this particular psalm, these verses are found in Psalm 1, the author is unknown. So we know that like some of the psalms, like Psalm 23 was written by like David, you know, some of them have the author. Um, but this one, um, we don't know who the author was. So what's kind of cool, I thought about that as I was thinking about it today, is we don't know who the human author was, but obviously all scripture is God-breathed, you know, so we know ultimately that it came from God, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I'll say... I like to tell our listeners kind of how that I studied a verse. And so the um, resources that I used to study these um, verses was um, Got Questions, which is a website we talk about a lot, and then um, Blue Letter Bible. I kind of looked at the, the Hebrew words and things like that, which is pretty cool. Um, but I'm, I'm sure that you have, you know, studied these verses as well. So what insight do you have on just the verses in general? In general, I found it cool that it was showing us the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. Um, here you can clearly see that they're set apart. Yes. And one thing I had noted is that there's a progression when it comes to walking, uh, standing, and sitting. And I realized that's our comfortability. Oh. We're not to get comfortable with these actions when God calls us to go one way. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I feel like that brings us when we get comfortable to 
in these things of the wicked, then we get lukewarm with God. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, I actually, one of the things that I wrote down about it was um, kind of related to that, which I said, like, who we surround ourselves with matters. Because, you know, it says, mm -hmm. blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Uh, so I kind of started thinking about like Christian community, you know, you talked about kind of the way of the wicked versus the way of the righteous, you know, two, you know, very different, you know, separate paths. And I think that obviously who we surround ourselves with can play a big factor, you know, in that, and which obviously as Christians, we're called to be the light of the world and, you know, go out and, you know, witness to unbelievers, but we need to be the ones, you know, impacting them, not, you know, the other way around, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we need, obviously, Christian community around us, you know, other believers to kind of, you know, encourage us, challenge us, hold us accountable. And I think that this psalm, you know, I love that, like, the very beginning of the psalms emphasizes that, which I thought was interesting as well. That Like, this is, like, the beginning of the book of psalms, which actually has the, like, largest amount of chapters in the Bible. Um, and, like, this, like, the largest amount of chapters in the Bible in the very beginning is talking about, like, surrounding yourselves, you know, with the right people. And then also it says, you know, that his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night. So like his delight is in the law of God, you know, as believers, our delight needs to be, you know, in scripture, in the word of God. We need to be meditating on the word of God, which I thought was pretty cool. And then it says like, it's talking about delighting in the law of God. And then it says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. So like we're talking about the yes. law of the Lord. Like if we're, you know, meditating and delighting, you know, in the word of God in scripture, like that's going to lead to fruit. Like we kind of see that progression in these verses of like surrounding yourselves with the right people, you know, meditating on like the truth of God, fruit, which I thought was, you know, pretty cool. And obviously this is the Old Testament and then we move to the New Testament and Jesus, you know, teaches that if we abide in him that we'll bear much fruit. And I think that mm -hmm. like this psalm gives us like two practical steps of abiding in Jesus or being rooted in Jesus yes. is by surrounding yourselves with other believers and then, you know, delighting, you know, in the truth of God, which is pretty cool. Um, but that kind of leads into my next um, question is how do you personally live out these verses? Because I think that a lot of times, you know, people will come to scripture and they'll read it. They'll read, you know, these verses and be like, that's nice, you know, but how do I personally, you know, live that out in 2023? You know, what does that look like? And so how do you personally, like in your personal life, live it out? And then how do you live it out and how you steward eternally rooted? So like, I'm sure we have people listening that, you know, in their jobs or whatever they do, you know, they want to live out these verses as well. So I'm sure you have insight on that. So application is going to look different for everyone. And it's honestly where God leads you. Um, personally, I like to read scripture out aloud. I think that's part of what it means to meditate on this word is reading it out aloud because, you know, it comes through hearing and hearing through the word of God. Um, so I like the way I meditate, I like to read it out loud. I like to do as you did, find the Hebrew meaning of certain words or look up words that don't make sense to me. Um, and I also like to look at different translations. I currently use a Christian standard Bible, but I also like to look at the passion translation or the amplified or the message. And then I just ask God to kind of just show me where he's taking me with it. Um, 
sometimes I will ponder on it and it may take a couple of days before it clicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll ponder on it and I'll pray about it and ask God, what are you trying to show me through these, through these verses? As far as eternally rooted, a lot of things that I post has come from a personal aspect. And he's taught me that I'm not the only one. There are many people who are dealing with the same things that I'm going through. And the best way to reach his people is to share our vulnerabilities, the things that we dwell with. Uh, so usually now <laughs> when sharing things, I may think the one thing, but God has a way of coming in and being like, that's not what I need you to share today. This is what I need you to post. So that's how it kind of gets incorporated, especially if I read something, I'm like, that hits. Okay, Lord, let's make a post or make a reel about it because if it's hitting my heart, I know there's a child of yours that also needs that message. So that's kind of how I incorporate meditating on his word into eternally rooted. And it also goes into the designs too. If I read a verse, I'm like, I automatically get an inspiration. Like, okay, God, let's, let's do this. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. I, um, I thought it was interesting, you know, how you said the application looks different for everyone, because I think that you're right, that people obviously, like, people have different learning styles, you know, some people are more, like, visual learners, that's me, you know, some mm -hmm. people are, like, auditory learners, you know, some people really, like, you know, benefit by, like, listening to the Bible, like, you know, being read to them. I'm not a very auditory learner, so I don't know how much that, you know, that, that would help me, but I know that it <laughs> does, like, people that, you know, learn that way. Um, for me, like I'm more of a visual learner, so I like to, I don't get to do it as much now because now I'm married. So I live obviously you know, with my husband in a shared space, but whenever I was in college and, you know, li lived, you know, like I lived with roommates, but I had my own room and my own bathroom and everything. And I would have like, you know, post-it notes with verses like on my mirror and on the wall and stuff like that. Just like seeing scripture, um, is really beneficial for me, um, but no, I think you're right. I think when it comes to meditating on the word, you kind of have to, you know, find what works for you. I've read in a Beth Moore, like, Bible study one time that she, like, mm -hmm. put note cards and she would, like, carry them with her. And, like, when she was grocery shopping, she'd, like, go through, you know, her note cards with scripture on it as she was, like, you know, looking for stuff in the grocery store. So I think that, you know, obviously there are plenty of ways that we can meditate on scripture. You know, ask the Lord, you know, because obviously God designed you. He knows your personality. He knows your learning style. He knows everything about you. He made you. So even like coming to God and saying, hey, you know, what does this look like for me? You know, what's going to help me to meditate on your word and really remember it and let it take root, you know, in my heart and in my life? Um, my next question, which we're already talking about scripture is like what has personally grown your love for the Bible? So like this verse says that, you know, his delight is in the law of the Lord. So as believers, obviously we should delight in God's word. We should love God's word. So what in your life has, you know, grown your love for scripture? I would say a couple of things. As you had, you had mentioned this earlier, music that really goes first verbatim. <laughs> I love songs that give the scripture verbatim. And I feel like now that I'm singing it, it's now rooted in my spirit because yeah. now I can recall that verse over right. and over and over again, whenever. Um, I think another way that I fell in love with his word. So growing up, I had a lot of insecurities. Um, 
And I realized that when I had the scripture memorized, I was able to combat those insecurities when they came up. Um, as you know, the word is our sword. So absolutely, amen. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Lord, I, I understand what you mean now. <laughs> when you're like, it's your sword, I was like, yes, I need to have your word sown in me. So that way, when the enemy decides, you know, I'm going to see you, she'll take this lie. I'm like, nah, I got it. You know, my word's right here. It's in yes. my heart. Let's go. <laughs> but I think that's how I, I fell in love with his word. And that, and I just find it very peaceful just sitting here and reading it. <laughs> Absolutely. I know for me, like, which I don't live close to a beach. I live in Tennessee, so I get to go to the beach like once a year. This year I'm getting to go twice, which like rare, like I'm literally like going like next week, um, which like typically I don't get to go twice a year, but you know, praise the Lord, there's you know provision for that this year. But typically I go to the beach once a year. And one of my favorite things in the world is like sitting on the balcony, like in the morning or in the evening when the sun's setting, either one. That's like my two favorite times reading the Bible, it's just like the most peaceful thing in the world. Now, obviously living in Tennessee, East Tennessee specifically, like where we live, you can see the Smoky Mountains. So there's also, you know, that aspect. My, we don't really have a porch at the house we live in right now, but my parents have a back porch. Uh, and the other night I was at their house and I like went out and sat on their back porch and read my Bible. And like, it was like the cotton candy pink skies, you know, with like the mountains in the back. It was so beautiful and peaceful. So I definitely relate to that. Um, but I also love what you said about music um, because I think that a lot of people can relate to that. We actually just had our last episode. We had a worship leader um, who leads worship at our church on um, Abby McGinnis. And she uh, talked a lot about like worship and the Bible and, you know, like crossover there. And she had a lot of amazing insights. So if you haven't listened to that episode after you finish this one, you know, go back and listen to that one. Uh, but I think that you're absolutely right. And like, we have a series, you know, you've seen it, you know, on our page where we point out like different ways that worship songs, you know, quote scripture directly, like you said, or some of them, you know, reference stories and things like that. Because I think that I say this in my captions, like I try to reiterate it, especially when I'm talking about one that directly quotes the Bible. Like there is absolutely nothing more powerful that we could be declaring in worship and singing out than the like words that God has already spoken. You know what I mean? Like we are declaring the like infallible, inerrant, God-breathed word. You know, there's nothing more powerful than that. So I, I love that you said that because I think that a lot of people... We started this series because we realized a lot of people maybe don't realize when music, you know, references the Bible. And they're like, man, that's really powerful. And then it's like, well, there's a reason it's powerful. It's powerful because it's God's word. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then whenever whenever that people become aware of that, they're like, oh, my goodness, like God's word has power. You know what I mean? They kind of start to see it and understand that. Um, so I love that you pointed that out. Um, but the last question that I had, um, which you read Colossians 2, you know, part of it, talking about being rooted and built up in Christ. Um, I wanted to ask for practical steps for people listening, how they can be rooted and built up in Christ. Obviously, we've hinted at things. We've talked about Christian community. We've talked about reading the Bible. We've talked about worship. But, you know, what practical steps do you want to give to be, like, rooted in Christ? You know, you talked about when we're saved, you know, those roots are there. And then they are, you know, strengthened and grown as we grow in our walk with Him. So what does that look like? Um, again, this is one of those things that's going to look different for everybody. <laughs> 
Um, but some things that I've tried in my life that I feel fostered that environment for growth um, was God is our Lord and Savior. But I feel like sometimes we get stuck on the fact that God is Lord, that we have him in this position that we can't get close. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to a place where I can see Jesus as a friend because he says he is our friend. Mm-hmm. Jesus as well, God is our father. He's Jesus, our brother. When I was able to have that relationship, when you bring it down to that point, there's intimacy in there. And so when you're able to bring it and see it, the relationship like that, then I was like, okay, I can get closer. Um, So that was one of the things I did to see him as the friend that he is. Um, And, you know, when you're with your friends, you can talk freely. God loves it when we talk to him. (laughs) I probably talk to him like 50 billion times a day. And it's over something stupid like, yo, Lord, look at that cloud. It looks cool. Like, he doesn't mind. He loves hearing right. my voice. He wants to hear you personally. So speak to him, even if it's out loud and people are looking at you like you're crazy. It's okay. You're talking to your God. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and spending time with him, and this could be in different ways. Uh, some things I started trying or doing in my life is watching a movie with him and just talking about it. Um You'll be surprised how many things you can bring back to him and be like, yo, Lord, this reminded me of Abraham. It'll be something totally random, but you're like, you made a connection and yeah. you have to talk about it with God. And you're like, that is so cool. Like, I don't know how you did that, but you made it connect. <laughs> um, one of the other ways that I've found a way of getting closer to, to God is writing i like to write down my thoughts and i even got a prayer journal from i believe hosanna revival and it's like a one of those five-year prayer journals and you can write down your prayers and then you can go back and you can see how god has moved and yes, shown up in your that. life um and if you don't like having like a set journal like that just writing down the things you're thankful for and grateful for you'll be amazed when you can list the things that you are thankful for, it brings that heart of gratitude and God loves a grateful heart. Absolutely. And when you can see that portion, then it's easier for you to put your trust in him and your faith. Um, so a lot of things that I've done, it's really trust building, particularly for my relationship. Again, it's going to be different for everyone and where you are with God. But those are kind of like little things that I've done to help foster and a deeper relationship with him. No, I think that that was so good. And I really loved whenever you were talking about prayer um, and, you know, just talking to God, you know, like you would a friend. I loved that, you know, because I think sometimes that you're right. Like even as believers, like, you know, we know that, you know, God loves us. And he's our father, but sometimes, you know, we can kind of, you know, approach God thinking he doesn't want to be approached or, you know what I mean? Um, So I thought Mm -hmm. that that was, you know, really powerful because he does want us, you know, to come, you know, scripture talks about, you know, coming boldly to the throne of grace. Like when you really think about it, like the father sent Jesus 
so that we could have a relationship with him. Like, that's how much he wants to hear from you. So whenever that you start to think, you know, I don't know if I should pray about that. I don't think God cares about that. Because I think for me, personally, like a struggle that I've had is thinking that there are things that are too small to pray about. Because I think, well, God has things that are, you know, way more important for him to be concerned about. And it's like, well, first of all, God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He can handle the small things, the big things, and everything in between. No problem. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need me to think, oh, well, he's busy. I need to leave him to do whatever. Like, he's way more powerful than that, first of all. And then, like, second of all, like, he literally sent Jesus to walk this earth, live a sinless life, you know, die on the cross, be buried, rise again, you know, defeat, you know, death, sin, hell, and the grave also that we could be forgiven and be welcome into his presence and be with him and live eternally with him. If he didn't want to hear from you, he would not have sent Jesus. You know what I mean? So like, I thought like, that's whatever I was thinking of when you said that is like, well, that really is like, you know, a picture of the gospel. Like, of course, God wants to hear from you. He did whatever it took to be able to have a relationship with you. So you wouldn't be separated from him anymore. Uh, So I thought that was really powerful. Um, but I wanted to just say, you know, thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, thank you for doing the live a couple months ago. I thought that that was so amazing. You had so many, like, practical, like, evangelism stuff to say. So, again, go follow her on Instagram. Watch, watch, you know, like, back that live because she had so much amazing things to say. Uh, but thank you for being on today. Like, I think that our listeners are really going to benefit from that. I loved how practical everything that you said was. Like, it was powerful and practical, um, which that I, I really loved. So thank you, you know, for taking the time to, you know, be with us today. You're awesome. Everybody, you know, Christmas is coming. Go to Eternally Rooted and, you know, get Christmas gifts. Like, you know, check them out. Um, but do you have anything else that you want to add or say to our listeners before that we go? Well, thank you. Oh, my phone's ringing. <laughs> but thank you for inviting me and having me up here. I feel like I get so nervous and I'm like, like I don't know what to say. <laughs> but um, also, and I'm kind of hitting this point right now in my relationship with God is sometimes when he's brought that foundation of you becoming rooted in his word and meditating, sometimes there are changes and alters that come along with it. And it's okay. Don't be like, Lord, what is happening? It's a shift. You know, things come in seasons. And as we mature, he'll mature our time with him. But yeah, I feel like that was just something I need to be said. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I've definitely, like, experienced that, like, myself. Whenever that I was in high school, one thing that I really liked to do in my quiet time, um, I had a... um, like adult coloring book that had, you know, the ones that have the really like intricate like designs, you know, yeah. I had one of those that was like a Bible one and it had verses um, and I would put on a worship song and I would color and like meditate on that verse whenever I did that. Um, and I loved it. And it was really great for where I was at my walk with God, like walk with God at that time. But as I've grown and matured, my quiet time looks more like reading a few chapters and taking notes on it. You know what I mean? Which sometimes I go back and still, you know, color and listen to a worship song. And that's nice too, but that's not what it looks like, you know, every day. And I did do that almost every day when I was in high school. Um, So I think that that is good. Like as you mature in Christ, like 
your walk with him is going to look different because you're growing and maturing. Um, so that was definitely an important thing to say. But like I said, thank you again for coming on. I know that our listeners are really going to benefit from that. Just so much wisdom that you had to offer. So thank you again. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Zoom's telling me that's going to kick us off in 10 minutes. Just, you know, being real with our uh, listeners, don't have premium Zoom. So, you know, only got that, you know, allotted 40 minutes. <laughs> so I guess we better, you know, hop off. But thank you again. And I um, hope that our listeners will check, will check Eternally Rooted out and see what all you guys have to offer. So, see ya. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you.